Not sure if you all know this, but Adrian and I both have YouTube channels. My YouTube channel, if you can please subscribe, is Nevermore Records. Adrian's is Plastic Realm Toys. You can also follow us on Instagram at HNH underscore podcast and find us on Facebook. We even have a private group. Just send a request and we'll let you in. Follow our recording studio on Instagram at nevermore underscore records underscore EPTX and our guitar company on Instagram at nevermore underscore guitars. You talk shit about me? Yeah, I did. So Why? as a memory came up, our Texas Cutthroat, we were at like a 3,000 listeners. Uh-huh. And I guess I had posted it like four years ago. And so I posted it yesterday and I was like, huh, now we're down to two. I was like, and it's all because my singer can't do shit. Anybody looking for a band, I'll fire Adrian to get you or something like that. First of all, <laughs> fuck you. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Hey, again, for the third freaking time. Lots of technical difficulties this morning, everybody. Yeah, it's been an off morning. So when I asked you what's new, you were telling me about work. Yes, I've been working a lot. Summer prep. <laughs> See, there, there it goes again. So you mentioned summer prep, and yeah. I had mentioned that I just imagine you and everybody in the control room getting ready with beach towels and beach balls, summer prep. Well, the funny thing about being a control room operator is I could walk walk in in that attire with mm-hmm. no problem, but everybody else can't. Really? Yeah. You could wear sandals and everything? If I wanted to, but we're not allowed to, but... Oh. Because I don't do any of the, um, what we call the outside stuff, mm-hmm. right? The, the manuals, the manual labor stuff anymore mm. i'm basically i'm stuck in the control room all day wow. but i still have to wear my my uniform and my boots and all that so do it, you prefer that yeah i really don't care oh okay. yeah i've gotten so used to um wearing that uniform that it's like you know yeah i'm cool with it yeah that you wear it all the time i do i wear the jacket thank you <laughs> um which I'm not wearing today. Thank you. I also had mentioned the microphone situation. Yes, we got new mics. Well, we did. One of them wasn't working. So if you notice, his is bigger. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, we're having all kinds of technical difficulties. I'm glad that it's usually only on our show. Um, yeah. But either way, it's working out now. So. So what else is new other than summer prep? Are you do is your part of your summer prep? Do you have your summer bod going? Because I wish I did. Not yet. You dude, it's so funny you fucking mentioned that. So all right. So every year for Lent, I tell every you know I always tell people on our podcast I give up breads, sugars, pastas, chips, anything starchy, potatoy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always do that. Last year I went full vegan. I'm gonna say by like. Day three, I felt fucking amazing, mm-hmm. and I had already lost like seven pounds, mm-hmm. right? I'm almost four weeks in. Are you ready for this? Four weeks in, I feel like shit, and I have not lost one pound. Really? Consistently, 204 pounds for fucking four weeks. Hmm. Weird, right? That's never happened to me before. So zero carbs, zero sugar. Zero pasta, zero starch. So it's keto. Meat. Yeah, literally meat and vegetables. And nuts. Can't give up on the nuts. <laughs> That's interesting. 
Yeah, That's how weird. fucking weird is that? And I'm killing myself in the gym. This is where I always like <clears throat> turn everything fucking up, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it just I go I go from normal um regular like bodybuilding style weightlifting yeah. to now. I do that during the winter time, right? To kind of put on the weight and and you know, prep for um when when Lent comes around. Mm-hmm. So I I turn everything up, right? And now it's like Fuck, what am I doing? You know, you're the only person I'm going to call you out right now. That's fine. Do it. Go ahead. That works so hard to look so good for nobody. It, 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 well, I'm not going to say nobody. <laughs> I mean, you're somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody told me that at work one time. My, my friend Paul was like, dude, you of all people, of all people in this world, have every right and reason to be fat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, you don't fucking do anything. Yeah, you don't go out. You, yeah, you don't do anything. Right. But it's like I tell people, I don't do this for the looks. I do it for the pain. Like, I love. I think you're just addicted to the 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 feeling you get when you work out. I feel yeah, like yeah. it's your addiction. Oh, yeah, 100%. If yeah. I cannot work out, like today, I'm probably not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. But I'll try to squeeze in like fucking 10 minutes of something, right? Just I have to like get something. I wish I had that problem. Yeah. You want to know, like two weeks ago, you were like, dude, I'm fucking ready. And I was like, what's up? We're going to get married or, or what? <laughs> That's and, right. And you were like, nope, I'm ready to be buff. And I got super excited. I want to do it, man. Fucking I've crickets. always been against being buff. I just, I don't know. To me, it's too much upkeep, too much work. Um. Well, hey, look, again, blessed with the horseshoe okay <laughs> from your doctor report the other day it should be like nothing to you i know i i need to but then remember i got sick oh yeah and then i got yeah. yeah i got pretty sick and then i'm still kind of dealing with it my ulcers like in full force <clears throat> and shouldn't be drinking this but man it's so good those are the best again rain energy drinks mm-hmm. that is all we drink yep it's like an infomercial yeah <laughs> so rain just saying buddies so um let me get a rain t-shirt and a hat. <laughs> I have a real bone to pick with you, though. And, it, and it's perfectly in line with this whole you don't go out thing. Yeah. I have a major bone to pick with you. Yeah. Episode 49, <clears throat> I believe. Or maybe, maybe it wasn't episode 49. It was one of those episodes before the last one. Or maybe it was the last one. I don't know. I was like, dude, you've got to go with me to Norma Jean. Yes. Uh-huh. You ghosted me, man. I didn't fucking go. I told you all day long that I'm, I was not feeling it. I told you all day long I had that fucking headache thing. Was that the day? That was the exact day. Because we podcasted that same day. Yeah. Not to mention, I had, and I was like, dude, I have to be up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. How am I going to make that work? For me, it shouldn't matter. You know who always says that? The people who have never done shift work. Dude, I have. I worked at Kmart when I was 19. Oh, stop. <laughs> For fucking a six-hour shift. <laughs> no, we worked. It was all night. I would go in like six to six. It was not a 12-hour shift. Yeah, it was. I remember when you were there. It was. I'm serious. 12. Okay, maybe it was eight. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it only lasted like six months. Not even, maybe. Yeah. But uh, not I, even, I actually, it was probably like three months. I still I, do I, I definitely owe you one, for sure. A big one, yes, Adrian. A big one. It's right here. <laughs> i do man i yeah i i I for sure fucking know you one yeah i had to i had to give you shit for that um it was a pretty badass concert 
Yeah, I can imagine. Um, From the you you posted something on your channel, right? Yeah, yeah. I posted. They did uh, when they did their encore. They started playing a Pantera song. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool, which was unexpected. When I before I passed out, I think I I think I fell asleep like at eight thirty that day. Mm-hmm. Was it before I passed out? Anyway, your one of your text messages was like, "Dude, it's fucking dead here." And then I see your picture, your your post, and I'm like, "Don't fucking look." Dead no, it to was. Me. It really was, dude. It didn't look dead to I me. I was in the your... front, so there was everybody was like in the front. Really? Yeah. So, for those who may or may not know, Norma Jean is just one of my favorite bands, and um, I actually took my daughter. It was her first technical rock show, rock. Mm-hmm. I want to say concert, but I don't know. It's just more of like a small show, right? So I wanted her to get the experience of what it's like to be up front. Honestly, though, man, honestly, maybe 100, 150 people tops. Considering Norma Jean, okay, yes, I guess that is relatively small, but it still sounds like a lot of people to me. It's it's just because it's like kind of a small place. Everything all right? Yeah, that's my kid. Oh, he did, he refuses to fucking pay attention at work. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but dude, honestly, like I felt like, like there should have been a lot more. You know, I went, I saw. You know, I've seen a lot of bands there. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, tonight I'm going to see. Um, is that your work? No, it's oh. now. Now it's me, and my wife, and my kids are in a group text. Yeah, only podcast where the co-host keeps his ringer on. <laughs> <laughs> dude, what if what if work calls or my sister or. I what, said you, see, but... see what I mean about priorities? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm supposed s- to be the most important here. I'm sorry work is a priority. I got to <sighs> eat. This is work, Adrian, for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, like I've seen bands. Like tonight I'm going to see Morbid Angel. Oh, that's tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There's a lot of bands that I've seen play in that spot, and it gets packed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sardines. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, even though I was in the front, I could, I had plenty of room for activities. <laughs> a lot of room for dancing. It was, um, but they did, they, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Um, but I was just, I don't know. I don't know if it's an El Paso thing. People don't normally show up. I've gone now twice there to see bands that I really, really like a lot. And it's dead. Who was the other band? Oh, the dinosaur band? Oh, uh, yeah. Hunt the dinosaur? Hunt the dinosaur, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not as big as, Norma Jean and Fire from the God, right? From yeah. The gods. Right. So yeah, it's still pretty shocking that there's only 100, 150 people. Yeah, if that, I'm telling you, probably maybe 100 people. And those tickets were expensive too, man. Yeah, you fucking told me. But who, so who, I guess, who are you going with tonight? Just you and your brother? No, my brother, my sister-in-law, Stevie from Exiled. Um, I think, I believe he's supposed to be going. And then my wife. Oh, Danny's going My wife. Him? My wife. You would yeah. never get this. Yeah. Again, since you, you brought it up, shout out to our Exiled Boys. I hope you guys are um, listening to them, checking them out, watching their stuff on YouTube. Great fucking podcast. We love those guys. So, And then um, since you're going to be with your brother as well, Whip Shaded and Faded. Great tattoo podcast. Yeah. Um, so another note that I have here, dude, as we're catching up, have you... Have you Listen to the new M83 album. I have not. I didn't even know it came out. Yeah, dude. It came out like... So, for those who may not know, I challenged Adrian with M83 many episodes back. You thought you were going to hate them. 
ended up loving them because MA3 Absolutely. is literally one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, dude, their new album came out. I listened to it maybe five or six times and I just couldn't get into it. Really? But then I came to the studio yesterday here. Mm-hmm. And normally when I'm in the studio, just like working on stuff, I don't put music on. I'm just like, I don't know why I'm in dead silence or I'm listening to a podcast or something, right? Yeah. But I decided to put MA3 on again, even though I've listened to it like six times and they're one of my favorite bands and I just couldn't feel it. I don't know what it is, dude. All of a sudden it was just this moment of like, like a clarity of like, my God, this album is amazing. Really? And now I can't stop listening to it hmm. on repeat from beginning to end. Every song is just amazing. I think maybe what it took was listening to it on the studio speakers and hearing the production. Everything. Right? Yeah. Because normally I'm like, just listen to it on my phone. All of a sudden the bass line started coming in and stuff. And I was just like, I hadn't noticed that because, you know. Time out. Yeah. That's how you listen to music on your phone? A lot of time, yeah. What? Because I, I put it on and I put it in my back pocket and I walk around. So everywhere I'm going, I have music going. Really? I know I have I have earbuds and I should use them, but I just don't. The only time I'll, I'll use my phone for music is when I'm in the shower. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's hot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. that's And yeah. so I guess it was when I found... I mean, I listen to it obviously in the car too. And my, oh, yeah, my, yeah. my radio in the car is really good. But for whatever reason... I just didn't pick out the amazingness of the production. Yeah. And now I'm hooked. Now I'm just like, oh my God. Matter of fact, before you leave today, as we're breaking down, I want to play a couple of songs for you. Because yeah. those bass lines, man. I'm oh. very, very interested, man. It's really good, man. But it, it is an acquired taste. Just like M83 as a whole is an acquired taste. Yeah. Like that album is an acquired taste. Yeah. But um, But yeah, I wanted to mention that. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to check it out. Did you want to get into that batch can scram? You ready for that? I'm ready. I thought we were I thought we were catching up. Oh, is there any more that you wanted to catch yeah, up with? I had the craziest fucking experience oh. of my life. What? Two weeks ago. Really? So <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> What's what was their name? There's more <laughs> than one buddy. Okay. Um I love to work out. I love fitness, right? So supplements are a part of that that thing right that that process and over the past couple of years i've just felt like because of shift work right my my memory is fucking shot mm-hmm. like no shit dude my wife <laughs> what shift work my memory is shot no shit no dude. shit dude sorry all those shs shift shot and shit <laughs> um my wife tells me the other day somebody brought up that that movie that won a bunch of grammys the Nothing and everything all, all at once. Or Grammys? Whatever. Huh? Grammys or Oscars? Whatever. whatever. That's why I said whatever. Oh, because Grammys are for music. Uh, yeah, same thing. Um, so she brought up that movie. Somebody brought up you and me everywhere, everything all at once. Whatever that fucking movie is. You know uh-huh. what movie yeah, I'm talking about? I haven't seen it, but I want to see it. Okay. Yes. My, I told my I forgot who we were talking to. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, I want to see that movie. And she was like, we already saw it. I said, no, we, no, we did not. She was like, you fell asleep maybe 20 minutes in, but we started the movie. I said, no, we fucking did not. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything from that movie. Nothing. Uh-huh. I don't remember the name, the people. She, dude, one of my favorite actresses, actresses, Jamie Lee Curtis, is in that movie. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I didn't fucking know that. So because of shift work, dude, my memory is fucking 
hard dude like it, it's it's scary the things that i don't know mm-hmm. but it's cool at the same time because you experience shit over and over again you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know like 50 first dates yeah exactly so um i started looking this into i started hearing all these things about nootropics right oh right joe yeah, rogan course. joe mm-hmm. rogan pushes um they make you feel drunk if, right yeah yeah but it's supposed to like really help with the brain power mm-hmm. and the brain focus and so i do a lot of research on supplements before I decide to take anything. Mm-hmm. So I stumbled upon this one called Lion's Mane. Mm. I did a lot of research, and out of all of the the brain-boosting supplements or what have you, that one seemed more promising, and it comes from an actual mushroom. Lion's Mane is an actual mushroom. So I said, all right, it's organic, what have you. I started taking it, right? But while I was taking it, I started noticing, like, I didn't notice anything on the memory boost, mm-hmm. but I started feeling like fucking really weird mm. and sad and depressed. I could cry at a drop of a fucking hat, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I started ch- over the past couple of last year and the past couple of months. You know, my family uh, we've gone through some personal shit. My mom beat cancer. I just recently lost my grandpa, so I started chalking it up to all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where the depression's coming from, right. right? Like I'm just sad about you know the shit that that's going on in my family. Dude, it got so bad. You texted me something. I'm not going to share the text message, but you texted me something. You and I were having a conversation about what you were going through. And I sent you like, like a, basically an I love you text. Mm-hmm. As I was texting it, dude, I swear on my mom, a fucking tear came out. Really? Yeah. Well, one, I mean, that happens to me all the time when I text you, but whatever. <laughs> one, that situation is very touchy for right. both of us, right? Uh-huh. But I, I don't fucking cry. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Right. Long story short, I'm the same fucking guy on YouTube that I watched that got me into researching Lion's Mane and wanting to take it, he puts out this big old fucking video about how Lion's Mane fucked him up, <laughs> okay? So I'm like, oh shit, is it internal? Like, um, is my liver shot? So I start watching it. Everything I experienced, he fucking experienced. The depression, mm. the fucking foggy state, the... um. I don't know if he got suicidal or what have you, but the the lack of motivation, like, dude, there was times where I was just like sitting on the couch and I'm like, I got to fucking move. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking move. I'm right. just going to sit here. You know what I mean? You know, I, I had noticed you getting, becoming more frustrated, I guess, with life in general. Yeah. And I chopped it up to like your work. Yeah. But so you think that that was a oh, bigger culprit? Oh, I know for a fact. Check this out. Okay. So... I've always, I always pride myself. Wait, did my, I say chopped it up? Chalked it up. What's chalk, Sorry. Chalked, yeah. Chalked. That's all right. Yeah. Chopped it up. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always taken pride in my mental fortitude, right? Like I'm able to fucking, you can put me through the worst situation mm-hmm. and I'm just going to, I don't give a fuck. Moving on. Yeah. Right. But I couldn't, I couldn't fucking break it. Right. I couldn't break it. But this is something that's so weird. The minute I saw that video. The minute I, I watched it, I stopped, I focused on my thoughts, I sat there with my thoughts for a little while, and I was like, okay, that's what it was. Boom, like a fucking switch, it was gone. Yeah. Fucking like my mind just said, quit being a pussy. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's, that's what I was going to say, because you text me, mm-hmm. and I was like, so my question to you was like, well, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, well, most people, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't, I don't know, some people deal with things different ways, right? And that that's what you, your response was, was... I'm going to quit being a pussy and move on, move on. And I was like, hmm, cool. <laughs> uh, dude, but literally every side effect that I had, that was like 
up until the minute I saw that video, mm-hmm. until the minute that I text you, I'm going to stop being a pussy, was still with me. Mm. Like that morning, I was like, why the fuck do I feel like crying? Right. You know what I mean? But again, your situation, my, you know, I had a lot of things on my mind. But normally when I have shit on my mind, I'm like, yeah, boop. Yeah. But this time I couldn't shit. Anyway, the minute I saw that, that video, my mind is wired so weird to where I was like, that's all it was. So do you you feel better now? Oh, 100%. Oh, really? I'm telling you that fucking minute. The minute I text you, I'm just not going to be a pussy anymore. Mm -hmm. I was done. I haven't felt like that once. Nice. Yeah. I've been depressed for decades. Can you help me? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Quit being a pussy. (laughs) Uh, No, that's awesome. I mean, it's not awesome that you went through that, but it's awesome that you've overcome it so quickly. Oh, yeah. Because I I knew that it wasn't me. The minute I knew it wasn't me, like Mm -hmm. it wasn't my internal struggles. Right, 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 right. It was something that you needed to cut out of your life. Oh, gone. Yeah. But see, what, what weirded me out is you've always told me, my wife has told me, even my son has told me, Every every pill, every supplement, every medicine comes with a side effect. Mm-hmm. And everybody I know has experienced a side effect. Mm-hmm. But me, I've taken crazy shit. Yeah. Not like steroids or testosterone or anything, but like I take shit that people probably shouldn't want to yeah, fuck with. all the time. And yeah. I, and I don't, not a single fucking side effect. It's weird. But this one fucking mushroom, this little fucking pill. Which is weird because it's natural. Yeah. That mm. fucked me up bad, man. But I mean, then again, I mean... It, I, I mean, it's just one of those things, right? You don't, you don't know how you're going to react. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, dude, 100%. I haven't felt sad once. Good. But it, what's really weird, though, is that you hide that very well. Because even though I knew you were getting frustrated with stuff, like you hide the fact that you're sad, that you're depressed. Well, look, I've said it a million times. And in the, over the past, and you know, I know you've been asking me a million times, so I'm, I'm just going to tell you now. <laughs> That's a joke because he never asked me. Mm -hmm. But over the past seven years, I've fallen madly in love with philosophy. Big time. And other men, yes. (laughs) With philosophy, it's been something that I've just been very... I love the written word, right? And and words can do a lot to me and for me, Mm -hmm. which is why I love philosophy, right? I mean, so... um, Through my my search for true philosophical meaning and, and... and power, right? And it honestly was just the way I was raised, mm-hmm. right? My dad has always told me, never fucking show your hand, ever. The minute people see or feel weakness on you, mm-hmm. it's fucking done. Yeah. So he raised me that way. <clears throat> the The type of philosophy that I'm drawn to, which is stoicism, has taught me that. Mm-hmm. So I never show my cards, fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Even though I can to you, mm-hmm. but it's right, just right. like, yeah, to- it's just in me to never... Yeah. Never show your cards. That makes sense. You know what I mean? I, I get it. I yeah. totally get it. So if I'm dying inside, but I'm like this, you'll never fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> and me, I'm I'm on, on I'm on the other end of the spectrum, half and half. Half and half. Fuck, man. I, my nose starts running. I'm like, Adrian, right? I think I'm dying. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, dude, the other day you text me. I'm like, you want me to leave work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I would have, too. I was ready. Yeah, I was really fucking sick. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm glad you're better, man. Thank you. It was weird. If that's what real, what real, what depression really feels like in people that cannot kick that, yeah, I've, man, lo siento, dude. I feel for those people. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Sorry. That's all right. I fucking rant. You want to get into that Batchkin scram? I do. So before we get into that Batchkin scram, Justin, our, our good old buddy Justin, JB, 
The love of my life. He sent me a message saying, or were you in that message? Something about, uh, I think it's a, a style of music called Scrams. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Screamo right. was initially, I think from reading that Wikipedia article that he sent us. Not article. We, we Shout out Justin, page. by the way. Yeah. We haven't mentioned him in a while. Love of our life. Our third. Even though, even though, even though I'm going to call you out, Justin. Ooh, you and you're calling out today. But when it's our turn... Let's see what happens. Hey, <laughs> actually, on the last episode of Exile that's not out yet, I do get called out and stories get shared about me. I'm not going to say anything else beyond that, but you hooked up with Dave and Stevie, didn't you? <laughs> you fucking whore. Dude. You didn't call me? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Justin, I went out to Albuquerque to see Anthrax and we were supposed to meet up. He canceled last minute. I get it. He had family stuff to do, but... Come on, Justin. I really missed you. I really wanted Wait, a hug. Wait, what happened? He was supposed to come here? No, I went to Albuquerque. See what happens when you're too busy texting? I went to Albuquerque. Wait, real quick. It's because my kid, he's, he sees how much I love energy drinks. Yeah. And this morning, he was like, Dad, can we... I said, yeah. I said, I got to get Paul, uh, Uncle Paul an energy drink, so I'll get you one. I gave him... I, I bought him a Monster because mm-hmm. it's it's lower in, in caffeine. Anyways, he texts me. He's like, Dad... This monster's working a little too well. I feel like punching the kid next to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I love that our kids text us all day, every day. Oh, dude. My, my daughter texts me at two in the morning because we found out that she didn't have school today. <laughs> so she's not texting me right now. But yeah. normally when she's at school, that's all I'm getting messages from. But um, Back to JB. Yeah, so we were supposed to meet up. Mm. He had some family stuff. He had like parent-teacher conferences. So weird how we're old like that. Anyways, um, so he had to cancel last minute. When did you go to Albuquerque? To see Anthrax. I talked about it oh, an entire that's, episode. That's right. That's right. I, forgot, I thought that was in Phoenix. No, nah, man. When are you, you... Are you going to... Oh, I'm going to Phoenix for a concert. Oh, no, I want to go going. to Phoenix. As a matter of fact, I was ch- not chewing out my wife yesterday, but I was kind of like giving her a hard time. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I said chewing out, and then it started making my mind go, and yeah. then I had a hard time. Yes. And, oh. But because it's your wife, I do not. <laughs> I don't snowball those comments. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to go to see M eighty three. Speaking of M eighty three, because mm-hmm. they're coming to Phoenix and actually Albuquerque, but I think the Phoenix one already sold out. Really? Um, yeah, I might end up just going by myself. I actually think it would be fun to go by myself. Like a like a midlife crisis trip travel by road yourself? trip. Yeah, man, I, I like doing stuff by myself. That's rude. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go, let's go. No, I'm saying to your wife. That's rude. No, she, no, that's why because she freaking. I got all excited and I told everybody like, dude, I'm gonna buy these tickets. Blah blah blah. Crickets. <laughs> nobody wanted to go. Who's nobody? My daughter, my brother, Jason. Uh. And Daniela. Why didn't Jason want to go? Doesn't Jason like them? No, he says he doesn't. Fuck Jason. I keep telling you, dude. Fuck that guy. I know. That's what I'm saying. But uh, my daughter later on was like, I mean, I would would like to go and maybe I should just go with her. But still, I was just bummed because I thought everybody was going to be like, yeah, let's do it because I was ready to buy the tickets and everything and it was just crickets. I feel you. Okay. In the past five years, I've taken them to see 21 Pilots my wife took my daughter to see Austin Ma- Austin Mahone. I don't know. I go to all these fucking bands that I don't even like. Yeah. Right? Okay. 
Have I gone to one of my fucking concerts? Right. Not a one. Every time I say, hey, Spirit Box is in Dallas in two weeks. Well, what, are, what about Red Hot Chili Peppers? Well, that's the one that, yeah. I mean, that, that was for everybody, right? Yeah. But even that, I didn't get a pick, right? Because they were on, they're on tour, part tour with um, Thundercat and the Strokes. And then some dates, they're playing with the Mars Volta. Mm. Oh, that's right. And I told mm-hmm. my wife, why didn't you pick? We already saw this set, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, but I feel you. Go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, anyways, so I don't even remember how I ended up there, but um, but yeah, Justin, next time Albuquerque, I'm gonna hold you to it. One day we will have Justin on here. It, it's gonna be via Skype. I mean, uh, no, we. I think he comes into town every once in a while. We just need to like, dude. If he comes into town every once in a while, and doesn't fucking tell us. Oh, I know, right? Wow. Wow. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. Right. Whatever. All right, let's get into that batch can scram. Okay, you go first. I chose connecting to the Norma Jean show. Mm-hmm. The opening band, not the local, the, the uh, other national opening band. Fire from the Guts? No, the one before them. Oh. Blew me away. I was like, these guys are pretty good, even though the sound sucked. And I'm going to get into that in a bit. Wait, real quick. I just noticed how well matched your shoes and your socks are. Right, like that green is dead on on both of them. Right, that shit's hard to do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me your underwear is the same color. My underwear is black right now. We're gonna have to pause right here, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, because that just turned me on. <laughs> These are actually Van's socks, so that that's what it me. is. There you go. All right, sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Um, this band opened up, and the sound wasn't very good, but I could tell like mm. these guys are good. Like, what the fuck? So it was one of those, which happens to me a lot. I see an opening band and I'm like, wow, that was good. And I go and I listen and then I'm, I regret not having listened to them beforehand. Right. And so that band was Grey Haven, which I found out, speaking of Justin, that Justin had shown them to me. I think I just kind of like listened like, oh, that's good. And then I didn't really give it much thought, which I do. To every, all of, okay, so it doesn't, it's not just me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Dude, that band. Yeah is amazing yeah and i chose the singer which uh his name is uh brent mills from gray haven holy crap yeah very good choice i i i I, listening to them i'm trying to think like who do they kind of remind me of because naturally i think that's just something that we all do or at least i do a lot right i listen to band i'm like who do they who are they reminiscent of because you kind of get a feel for who their influences are and to me, they're like a a cool mixture of like Blindside, yeah, meets um, I don't know, I guess kind of Norma Jeanish at times. Yeah, uh, he sings, he screams, he but he's so good at both. They even have kind of mellow songs. Like they're not at all new metal because I know I always talk about that combination and how much I hate it. But this is an example of how it's done well and yeah. done right. I've come to love that band. They're really good, and I really wish I could go back and pay closer attention to them. Um, that guitar player is so unique. But anyways, I'm not going to go too much off. So anyways, for my batch can scram, I chose uh, Brent Mills from Grey Haven. Check him out. Great choice. I Yeah, that guy's got a great fucking voice. Great screams. That's a great band, period. Yeah. yeah. Really good. I Remember I sent them to you, I was like, this is going to be your favorite band. Yeah. Because they also have that kind of refused feel to them. Ish, yeah. 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 So you like them? They refuse their 
I, we can have a whole podcast on the refused. So you like them? Yeah, so. I love them. I think they're great. Mm. Mm-hmm. So my That Batch Can Scram, they were one of my favorite bands for the longest time. Uh, after like their third album, maybe fourth album, they kind of tapered off for me because they, they kind of went in a different direction. However, what drew me to this band, aside from the music, was the way this guy screams. I just loved his fucking curdling, curdling fucking screams, right? Again, I don't, I don't care about the showiness. Anyway, so for me on that batch can scram, I chose Burt McCracken from hmm. The Used. Every time I hear Burt McCracken, I think of Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with sugar, Mr. McCracken? <laughs> Didn't I tell you to call me Ernie? for the coffee <laughs> <laughs> yes you know what um it's hard for me to listen to the use now right yeah oh you mean their new stuff or just period just period oh okay it's very emo right but man that guy really does have a set of lungs on him he does he's um and when he does scream and stuff <clears throat> remember we pr- pissed off their producer we well, or somebody, yeah. Our, our, our old singer really uh, pissed yeah. off. Uh, what was his name? Jeff. No, Feldman. Yeah, what was his last name? Yeah, Jeff. Singer of also Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff Feldman. Yeah, Are you sure it's not oh. John? Oh, there you go, John, John Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because we have that the whole John and Jeff yeah. thing. Uh, everything all right, John? Sure is, Jeff. <laughs> That's a little inside joke there. Um, yeah, but, you know, I remember when he produced their album, he yeah. really brought some really cool shit out of... Amazing stuff. They have a, a small documentary, I guess you want to call it, called Maybe Memories, I think is what it's called. Uh-huh. Shows that whole process. Uh-huh. They tell their whole story. Fucking great. Mm. But yeah, I love, I've always loved his screams. They've been... Um, you can you can tell it's Bert from the other yeah oh room. yeah you yeah. know what I mean it's like that one band that you did on the chat and he was very reminiscent I don't remember if it was Bouquet or one of those bands I could probably go back and look that he had screams that were very reminiscent mm-hmm. um, but I mean those are I mean I don't like the whole emo whiny thing but when you look at just you know his screaming yeah which is what we're talking about. Yeah, spot on. They're awesome. Their first three albums up until... Everything up until Artwork, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Artwork was their last phenomenal fucking album. After that, I lost it. I think there was only like two albums that I liked. Yeah. How many do they have now? Probably a lot. Oh, yeah. I, they, I, they just recently put one out. Mm. I tried. Mm, can't do it. But then again, they lost their core members, right? Like, oh, wow. Their drummer took off to... I think he joined Rancid for a little while. Like that was one of his all-time favorite bands. That's cool. The guitar player Quinn took off. So now the only um, founding members are Jeff, the bass player, and Bert. Oh, okay. So you lost like that. Yeah, yeah. There's like, just you know there's, there's something lost there. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So um, you know what really chaps my ass though? What chaps your ass? Actually, it connects to the show again. I always <laughs> connect everything to. Speaking of Grey Haven, I. You know, like I understand the logistics behind when a show is happening, right? Um, you know, bands, no matter where you are, unless you're at a big festival, 
the openers always sound like crap and each band gradually sounds a little bit better until the headliner sound has the biggest sound, right? And a lot of shows, not all shows, right? But how can I say it? Like, for example, Grey Haven, dude, like I felt bad for them, especially now listening to them and seeing how good they are because they were literally given like a kick drum mic, a snare mic, and that's it. Like What? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Such a big show? That's what they did to them? For because like Norma Jean was the only one that actually had like the full great sound, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Um, you know, they're just trying to rush the <clears throat> openers in yeah. and out, yeah. You know, as it is, it's you know, and we've been there when you're an opener, first of all, you have like no stage because you're setting up in front of everybody's shit, you're, yeah. They, you back, know, they backline all the fucking time when there's no sound check that really sucks because you don't know what the fuck you're gonna sound like you go and they rush you on stage and they put a couple of mics kick drum snare all right sounds good go and that's it you know and but as an as a onlooker and somebody observing it really chaps my ass that and and this isn't like a, a venue thing i think this is just like this is across the board most places that there's not enough care given to the sound of opening acts. And I don't, you know, obviously there's a lot of reasoning behind it, right? Like if you're a small venue, um, how are you going to have like a whole crew and all the mics and like, it takes more time and all that stuff. And I get it, like the logistics behind it, but it chaps my ass that um, I guess, and this doesn't fall on anybody's shoulders. It just falls on the fact that this is just the way it is that, Sometimes you lose out on a great show by good bands that are openers because these things happen. Right. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. And so, yeah. So, you know, I think about, again, Greyhaven where I could tell they sounded great. They sounded great, but the sound was very muffled and, you know, and like when they walked off stage, I was like, hmm, I bet you these guys sound really good if they would have been properly mic'd up, you know? And that sucks. I mean, I get... I get Norma Jean getting the the full attention, right? But at the same time, <clears throat> Greyhaven and, and Fire from the Gods, they're not small fucking bands. Yeah, Fire right? from the Gods sounded better. Oh, did they? Yeah, like they had better... Like you can tell because obviously they probably have their own uh, people helping, you know, set up and stuff. But it's like if you're the local band, for example, like you get really oh, shafted, yeah, you know? Time. Not in the good way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just like, I don't know. I... When you go to these big festivals, everybody sounds amazing no matter what. Yeah. But again, also at the same time, it, it makes me feel bad for the bands because like for us, like with our projects, like we're building rigs like to make sure that when we do perform, like everything sounds amazing because there's a that's a huge component. Right. If you don't have a rig and you just literally have an amp, that the, the, you leave it up to the sound guy to come mic up, like you're you're really not setting yourself up for the possibility of having like the best sound you can have. But when you right. build a rig, like what we're doing, you literally are in control of what you sound like, no matter what venue you play at. Right. It's expensive. It's time consuming, but in the end, and even without the rig, just having the gear, like, like, you know, the Kemper, the two notes, um, those things, you know, all play a role too. So to help you as an artist to sound better. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, it's, but that's something that's, that's gone on for as long as I've been in this. Decades, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what chaps my ass. No, I agree with you, man. I think that I think that's a good one. I think um, 
attention to detail in shows have really just gone down. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, it's more so for for the the opening act. When to me, when you're paying for a concert, you want the experience. You want everything to be fucking awesome, not mm-hmm. just the one band. Right. You know what I mean? So, oh no, yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah. You want to know what chaps my ass? What? You always, yours always music. Mine are always like just shit that it fucking irks <laughs> the shit out of me. I've never had a platform. I don't have social media. I've never had since the inception of social media. It annoys me so bad. So I don't have a platform. I have to talk smack about you and then tell you about it instead of like you seeing it. <laughs> kind of like I did yesterday. You talk shit about me yeah, yesterday? Yeah, I did. So wow. as a memory came up, our Texas Cutthroat, we were at like a 3,000 listeners. Uh-huh. And I guess I had posted it like four years ago. And so I posted it yesterday and I was like, huh, now we're down to two. I was like, and it's all because my singer can't do shit. Anybody looking for a band, I'll fire you to get you or something like that. First of all, <laughs> fuck you. Okay. Look, you want to talk about okay? You does everybody does it, look? You want to bring it up? You want to go toe to toe? Okay, go for it. All right. Here's the thing. Okay, we were and let me tell you the mind of my best friend. It's never like good enough. Okay, we were there. Seven songs in the fucking pocket mm-hmm. recorded on Spotify. We already had a video out. Like it was fucking go time. We mm-hmm. said, "All right, this is these are the songs we're gonna start playing." We even had one band practice. <laughs> we were fucking there, and out of nowhere, fucking out of nowhere, I'm like, "Dude, are we going?" And you go, "Nah, I want to write a whole album." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, didn't we just do that?" <laughs> no, nope, yeah, but it's gotta be a concept album, and I want this, and I want that, and yeah, let's start all over. And I'm like, "But dude, these songs are hot. Like they're fucking. I don't want these songs to be shoved to the wayside." Like, but also are, the pandemic hit. But this was okay. But this was before the pandemic. We yeah. were like almost there. That's true. And you just hit me with this whole other fucking plan, <laughs> and all these great songs that just came out of us like fucking nothing. So yeah, half and fucking half. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I've been waiting to get that one off my chest for a while. <laughs> we were nah. I want to start all over. That's how. That's how I do. Siberian Express, look, everybody, if you wanted to hear what Texas Cutthroat can really do, listen to Siberian Express. That song, dude, Yeah, we never even pushed that fucking song. Yeah, no. I can only imagine if we pushed that song, what would have happened. Is that one even on Spotify? It is, it right? Is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember one time uh, our drummer texted us and he's like, dude, we've got like a thousand, a thousand listens. And you were like, yeah, it's probably all Adrian. And I was like, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on. All right, what really so, chaps your ass? Yeah. Sorry. So you need to stop. <laughs> okay. I, I never, I don't get a chance to defend myself, so he gets to just talk and talk and talk, and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, it's all Adrian's Cause fault. Because you're not on social media. Yeah, it's all, it's all my fault. But no, <laughs> there's two sides. <laughs> okay, what really chaps my ass, and I'm sure you've experienced it, but the more I become... Mentally, socially aware. I, I like to take things in, right? People often always yeah, tell me... you do. Oh, sideways, front ways, 69 <laughs> ways. People often tell me, you are way too fucking quiet, man. Mm-hmm. Like, at work, I, I, I hardly talk. 
Every time he texts me and I, I start laughing, someone's like, oh my God, you laugh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, what really chaps my ass the most though about human nature, and a lot of people, you can't, I don't want to say you can't help it, but mm-hmm. in a way you can. What drives me crazy are those who are not listening, they are waiting to talk. Oh my God. Yes. What I mean by that is, Jason, if, you, if you're like, man, I'm so sad, you know, my, my my grandpa passed away, what have you. And someone goes, oh, yeah, when my grandpa passed away. You're like, right. what the fuck? Acknowledge, right? Then move on. Mm-hmm. Don't just fucking completely blow my feelings off and be like, oh, your grandpa, that sucks, man. Did I tell you what happened with me? Or like you're telling somebody's like this great news and you're like, oh, man, I got to fucking raise him, blah, blah. Well, this one time when I was when I was at work and I got my motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? I'm guilty of that. Not the whole grandpa thing. It's something that as a professional, as an adult, when I got in, you know, I had to be in professional roles, be a boss and stuff. Mm -hmm. Those are things that you have to learn and practice and, you know, to be a good listener because, and, and, you know, I realized it at one point, like, damn, like I'm more thinking about what I'm going to say next rather than listening to what this person's saying, acknowledging it, and then even seeing if it's appropriate to say what I want to say, you know? So I've always been cognizant when people are talking about something serious like that. Yeah. Right. But it's something that I had to actively work on. It's so funny because two days ago I was having this exact same conversation with Jason during dinner we went out to eat and I could see it in him. Like my wife was talking and I could see like, you just know that he's not even paying attention to what she's saying. He's just ready to say what he's going to say next. Yeah. And I called him out and of course he got all butt hurt and gave me that look like, you know, like a, a sad dog with his tail between his legs. Fuck Jason. <laughs> and, uh, but no, I, I'm with you. And it's, but I think it's something that as people, a lot of people struggle with because they're not aware. That's what I'm saying. You cannot, to a degree, yes, I understand you cannot help it. Mm-hmm. Because some people, that's like you said, you don't, some people don't even know they're doing it. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if it's just the way I'm wired, but like, I'm a solid listener. Right. Dude. Which pe- is a great quality for any person to have. People come to me and talk to me about shit. And I'm like, man, I just met you yesterday. And you're <laughs> telling me all this shit. Yeah, yeah. But I've been told, dude, I feel so comfortable around you. I feel like I could talk to you about anything. Like by random ass fucking people. Yeah. That's because I'm a deep listener. Like, I want to help people and be like, oh, let me get you out of this funk. It's a skill, man. That That's not, it's natural over here. Yeah, right? like that is a very difficult skill. Um, it's something that I think most people have to learn. Yeah, I guess I so. You know, maybe somebody like you it comes naturally. But, you know, I've, like I said, I have to all the time, man. I have to, it's because my brain is going a million miles a second at all times. And I have to train myself to be present and to be focused, especially when I'm having a conversation with somebody. You know what I you know what I do with you? If I'm talking to you and you're on your phone, I don't tell you anything important. Thank you. Because I know you're gonna rip. You should explain that to my wife. I will wait and be like, Thank okay, you. I'm feeling sad right now. Right. I need you. Right. <laughs> Thank you. My wife gives me so much shit. She doesn't understand like her and I both have ADHD like to the max, but yeah. like we have variations between the two of us. People don't understand what it's like, man. So the fact that you're even just, you know me well enough to, to do that and 
She's still learning. She's still learning. Yeah. I already, I keep telling her who was here first. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one though. I don't care if it's yeah, not music related. People, listen, acknowledge. Even if you don't care what somebody is talking about, at least be like, oh man, that sucks. I'm sorry that happened to you. Just to help you out. This is what happened to me. And maybe it'll get you out of your funk. Right? Acknowledge. Don't just blow them off. You know what I'm saying? Even though you love blowing them off. I do. If I could do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into Let It Riff. I want to go first. Go. This time. Do it. So we keep getting into like all these amazing bands and um, songs that have really inspired us, musicians that inspire us. When when I came up with this idea of Let It Riff, it's just always been like those riffs, right? And in true fashion, because I feel like you don't get enough credit from me. Mm-hmm. One of my my Let It Riff for this episode comes from my brother, dude. He wrote a song. We wrote a song. He wrote th- this song because uh-huh. I know you love telling people you did it. But um, my letter, my riff for Let It Riff this week is from a song called White Lie that you wrote mm. for our band Ashling. Yeah, that riff was fucking incredible. That is a good song. That fucking riff is like you can you can play that riff today, mm-hmm. right? Even though you wrote it early two thousands. If you were to put out that song right now, fucking right into what music is today. That was one of the quickest songs I ever wrote. You did. I wrote it literally like and recorded it in like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. And then you gave me this tape. The tape? You what? gave me a tape. I did? Yeah. Really? That long ago? Yes, it was a tape. You were like, dude, this I wrote this song. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I don't even remember how to play that riff, but yeah. I got tired of playing that song because that's the only song that people wanted to hear. Not the only song, but that's what a lot of people wanted to hear. And it's crazy how how people with your mindset that happens to. I was in another band called Super Soul and we had this amazing song called New Breed. Everybody loved that song. And mm-hmm. that song was fucking incredible. Our singer, and I think one of our guitar players was like, nope, I'm done. I don't want to play that song anymore. Well, that's what I did with White Light too. That song too. is fucking fun. Remember, do you remember fun. the first time we decided not to play it? <clears throat> no. At the end of the show, people were like, just like yelling it out. Why lie? And then you guys were like, they want to play it. And I'm, they want us to play it. And I was like, no, fuck that. <laughs> oh, you divided it out. And we ended the show. Yeah. I just didn't. I was so sick of playing that song. Well, anyway, this was not supposed to be a negative thing. You wrote an amazing riff. Oh, thank you. It's one of my favorite riffs of all time. Not even being biased. If I heard that song, never have having known you, nothing. That fucking riff is crazy. Thank you. You're welcome. I am proud of that riff in hindsight. Ugh, but I don't want to play it. It was a good riff. It, yeah. I love, I enjoyed playing the riff itself. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. a riffer. And you were like, dude, you're going to have, you're going to struggle with it. And I'm like, why am I going to struggle with it? And you're like, well, it's because, you know, it's very riffy and not very bass friendly. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, choice for Let It Riff, um, one of our friends, our, um, is in this band and uh, although he's not the one that wrote the riff he's in the band now and i chose and i don't even i think this it just happened to pop up somewhere and i was like dang that's a good riff um i chose from the band ministry just one fix Mm. i used to so i used to like ministry a lot growing up um especially their their early stuff was just amazing um so it's kind of cool that 
somebody that we know so well now is in that band. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I just was listening to that riff and I was just like, God, this is just like it's so simple, but just so great. And like when you listen to a lot of the early ministry stuff, like it's literally the same riff over and over and over a lot of time. But it's just so good and it's just so called for and the way they do it. Um, but anyways, yeah. that, that that's going to be my riff for Yeah, this. I got to check it out. I don't think I've heard that one. <laughs> yeah, you have. See what we did there? We what? both chose people we loved. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you've heard it. I'm positive oh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it. I have, but I just have to but yeah. refresh myself. No, that's a good one. Yeah, good pick. Yeah. You want to get into the chat? I do. So, and today on the chat... And hopefully oh. this time I'll get the, I moved the audio over on the last episode <laughs> and I forgot to move over the, yeah. the deep voice. And so it appears later in the episode, I was like, oh, I'm not going to go back and edit that. That's all right. So uh, mistakes are fun. Yeah. So today on the chat. Mm-hmm. See that? Mm-hmm. I chose a band that I've, I've recently discovered. Um, they don't have much though. Like all I see on Spotify anyway, are a few singles. Their first single came out in 2019. They recently dropped... Uh, they had three singles in 2019, one in 2020, and one this year. And the band that I chose, because they're fucking heavy, but it's like the groove heavy that I love. It's I don't know. I can't explain it. They're a heavy fucking band. I love the guy's screams. They're a band called Dealer. I brought I've them, heard them. I, yeah, I, I like them. Yeah, I sent you the video. Yeah. I brought them up on one of our episodes, but I didn't feature them on the chat. It, I just had to... I was so into them at that time. I just wanted to drop them, but I want to officially feature them today on the chat. Dealer, they're um, like I said, they've only got one, two, three, four, five singles. Their recent single called "Show Me the Body," fucking incredible. Just came out, twenty twenty three. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, there's really not a whole lot on them as far as um, bios and whatnot. I, I I normally like to go off the bios on Spotify. But anyway, the fucking song is amazing. The video is fucking amazing. They're amazing. So my feature for the chat is Dealer. Check them out. I dropped the ball on this one. Normally, you give me the chat, mm-hmm. and I'll go listen, and then I'll kind of report back. Mm-hmm. I didn't even write down who you did last week, or last episode. And I'm sure I listened to them, but I don't remember who it was. It wasn't Bouquet. Bouquet no, was that was the one before. before. So I need to go back and re-listen to who you suggested and then do it and then I can report back. So I'll, I'll report back with two. Well, not really because Dealer I like. Yeah. Eric can already tell you because yeah. I'm already familiar. I listen to them, not regularly, but I've listened to them for a bit. Um, that is definitely a good band. But I'll, I'll figure out who it was. And yeah, I'll I can't even back. fucking remember at this point. So um, you want to get into our challenge results? I do. <laughs> Shit, man. You're ready. <laughs> You're not even listening to what I'm saying, Adrian. You're just talking. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! See, I don't. Okay, we. Let me. Let's preface here. Okay. I challenged Adrian to listen to Neon Indian. Mm-hmm. He challenged me to listen to City in Color. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, dude, I did not know. Wait, are you going first? No, no, no. I did not know the reaction I was going to get from you. So now I'm like really like, I don't even know what to think. You're going to either tell me you fucking hated it or you fucking loved it. <laughs> so I think you should go first. Yeah, I wanted to go first because it's okay. going to be very quick. I'm playing intense. Oh, God. I already know that pl- tone, what that means. I'm playing intense drums. Right? Like to, yeah, yeah. The, the buildup. 
I fucking hated it. Did you I really? I was miserable from song one to song whatever. Wow. I found out one fucking thing I liked about it. Really? And I tried, man. I, I didn't even write anything down. That's yeah, how yeah. bad. First song, I was like, Bleh. Okay, so the first album is... I didn't even go album for album. I was going to. Mm-hmm. So I as soon as I left the studio, I put him on. Okay. Him on. One, one in, in, it intri- is one guy after all. Intriguing fact... The guy's Mexican. Oh, wow. I did not know that. He's got a song called Toyota Man that he sings entirely in Spanish. So I then went and I Googled Neon Indian. Yeah, the dude's Mexican. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's the one thing I liked about it. Really? Yeah. I Dude, it's it's just that like uppity MGMT type music that i just i don't with him like. it's more like psychedelic like he even talks about like taking acid and stuff like that i've never done a drug a day in my life so that doesn't appeal to me i get it but like it, it just something about people that do drugs and write music sometimes the music is just great i i i love them man. It's, or him it's right up your alley yeah. i i know why you love him mm-hmm. because you love that that style indie what, what do you call that kind of music Indie rock? Indie electronic. I guess. Electronic yeah, pop. That would work. They, it's too poppy. To, uh, look, man. It's because you you always want the sad shit. Uh, dude, it's, it's, are you in here? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I love sad music. Like, I really yeah. love... Even Stevie... Was it Stevie or David on Exile? That's what I wanted to bring up one, on our last podcast, but I didn't think to do it. One of them brought it up. Dude, sad music fucking rocks. I love depressing slow fucking music yeah you know what i'm saying but not not even that i mean i i love uppity type music as well Mm -hmm. but just that specific genre does nothing for me and i cannot fucking get around it dude wait till you get your new challenge oh god damn you i have one more in the bag that i'm hopeful for but i knew it was a toss-up but I, I had to throw something different at you that you weren't expecting. I, 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 you know, I knew that kind of music was going to come at me periodically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, dude, I tried. Yeah. And I went back and I tried. So when I, first, when I heard the first song, I, I, knew, I knew at that point I was not going to go album by album. Mm-hmm. At fucking all. Right. I'm just going to let it shuffle and do its fucking thing. I was working out one day listening to that and I lost my mojo. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, and I'm a, and I'm a guy who listens to country music while I'm working out. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sorry, dude, that was a total fail. I tried. You did. I tried. You get an E for effort. So Adrian challenged me to listen to a band that I was already familiar with. However, never really did a deep dive. Yes. Um, actually, I've seen them live. You have not. Have not. And you gave me City and Color. Mm-hmm. My once doppelganger, mm-hmm. back when I was really ridiculously good looking. <laughs> hey, you're always, you've always been ridiculously good looking. Stop it. You know, he, he's aged quite a bit himself. He has, yeah. Um, so um, I started from the beginning um, and right out the gate, I was in love with that album. That album is just straight acoustic and him right. quickly realizing that not only is he an ama- like a ridiculously talented guitar player, 
He is a ridiculous, and that and that, and that's that word doesn't even do justice. His vocals, man, dude, that hands guy down, is on such a different level. Hands down, top favorite five t- favorite singers of all fucking time. You put a gun to my head, and somebody asked me who's your favorite male vocalist, Dallas Green, hands fucking down. Un- unreal, man. Like just yeah. listening to what he's able to do while playing guitar at the same time. Yeah. It's just. He's so good. Like normally if I hear a guy singing with acoustic guitar, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I know you're different, you know, but like me, it's boring. Yeah. It's fucking boring. It's like, you know, I don't know. But with him, he's so wildly talented at what he does. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yes. You know? And so um, there's one song on that album that made me laugh (laughs) because of the title, but it's also my favorite song on the album. Yeah. The hello, I'm in Delaware. Hello, we're in Delaware. Delaware, Yeah. (laughs) So I I thought of Wayne's World. I wonder if he obviously he didn't name it that because of that because he actually sings like it's like a yeah I don't know. But that song, uh, if you haven't listened, if you haven't heard City and Color, go listen to Hello, I'm in Delaware off their first album. I believe it was like 2005 ish, Mm -hmm. maybe 2008. I don't know. Anyways, seven amazing fucking album, amazing fucking song, and that's just. Acoustic stuff. So yeah. you were right. After that, they start to introduce drums, bass. Holy crap, man. Yeah. It's so good. You yeah. know, his voice, I'd spoken about him before. One of my favorite singers of all time, Chris James, mm-hmm. from formerly from the band Stateless. He does things that are very reminiscent, mm-hmm. but I feel like Dallas Green is his yeah. name? He's on a like a whole new level. Like his voice is so smooth. Yeah, like the it's creativity impre- too in oh, those yeah. melodies. Oh, like, absolutely. So, um, I let me see here. What you know? One of the oh, one of the things that I did put was that I started to really notice a lot of like country undertones, yeah. which is crazy because if anybody that knows me and listens to this podcast knows that I am not a fan of country, but with his stuff, I love the fact that he did that. Right. I loved those country undertones because it was like, it's got the elements of country that I actually do like, which is like the the guitars with the slide and, yeah. you know, like the just that like old country. sad yeah. Yeah. country. And it's not, but it's not country. It's just like elements of country right. put into his music. Right. And so... I, I, I did put that I, I really, really, I don't know who they got as a bass player or whatever, but great that bass right? player is amazing. Hell yeah. Um, I kind of kind of run through, because there's a lot of little details and stuff, but I'm going to run through. I will say when I got to the, one of the last albums, I know they barely put something out like this year, mm-hmm. but I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the album Living in Lightning. Oh, dude. Or no, no, that has the song Living in Lightning. Yes, that's that album is fucking... And that song, which is the opening song... Yes, dude. ...is phenomenal. Right? That album was just like... It was just as good as the first one, but in a different way, because now it was like this evolution of this band and like what they've like compiled over the years into the... It's so good. It's really good. And it made me, all I kept thinking was like, why do I not listen to this more often? And it really bugged me because when I saw him live, I was like, eh, it's kind of bored. You know, oh, I yeah. listened to the couple of songs that I was familiar with at the time and was like, eh. 
I just but think, I realized I was bored because I didn't know the songs. Well, that and you were like at a festival, like you know what I mean, like an uppity, like yeah, and it's kind of just brought have, everything have a down. Good time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm. now again. In hindsight, I really wish I would have done this beforehand because I probably would have been there like... I've been telling you about him for years. Yeah. But you're familiar with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. You just didn't take the deep dive. Did you listen to uh, uh, Lay Me Down? Lay Me Down? No. I mean, I'm sure I did. I know you had told me that. It's on that album. It's the... Oh, then yeah, I heard it then, of course. Yeah. I need to go back again. The real pretty song. Yeah. I need to... Well, they were all pretty, man. No, but this one was just him and the piano. Oh, yeah, then I did listen to it. Man. Yeah. Fun fact, he started a, a, or I don't want to say started, he did a small side project with Pink. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called, oh, it's right here. It's called You Plus Me. Uh-huh. Dude, they do a cover of Sade's No Ordinary Love mm-hmm. that I'll never say it's almost as just as good as the original, but it's fucking like, out of all the... We've heard the Deftones cover Sade. We've heard other bands cover Sade. This one is fucking stupid. That's an interesting um, combination, though. Him and Pink? Yeah. Wow. It was a long time ago. 2014 is when the album came out. Hmm. Yeah. That's but, interesting. I want to check that out. It's yeah. called what? You Plus Me? You Plus Me. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I want to try that. I'm going to try to listen to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um. I need to listen to them more often. I it's one of it's very moody, like like you like. Yeah. Like but it's also very like that's what I love about M eighty three, those bands. It's very like just relaxing. It's like my, what's what I was trying to tell you when you challenged me with Mars Volta. I can put this on, have it in the background. I can listen to it at any given time. But Mars Volta, I feel like you gotta just my brain is already scattered and I feel like Mars Volta just adds to that. And so I've got to focus yeah. when I listen to them. But mm-hmm. this is the type of band that I can have on at any time, anywhere, and listen and just be content. I don't know if you if you if you can now piece the puzzle together, but right around that time we don't ever use the stuff, but I have albums written. Right. Mentally and physically, but I do a lot of acoustic stuff with me singing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what inspired me. He, he fucking inspired me to just do... I love... Anything I write always turns out to be really sad, right? When I'm on, on acoustic. the acoustic, mm-hmm. it's always really sad. And then, like, my electronic stuff is very dancey and, like, hip-hop-ish, you know what I mean? But he inspired me. I don't know. I don't know if you now see the pieces when I started... Really writing all those acoustic songs? Yeah. Um, I remember we were doing, what was that project that we did? Pleasing PD? No. No. La Muerta? No. What, what was it? We've, we've done so many different yeah. projects. They, we were doing that and we wrote several songs. You sang on them even. Yeah. I don't think we ever released them. Not that's you, man. Dude, you don't ever tell me, let's use one of your songs. What do you want to use? I know. It's just that we do so much and it's kind of like, I feel like, I don't know. It's just so much. It's hard for us to even keep up with our own projects. It is because we just like, we can walk in today and completely just fucking throw out a hardcore album. Walk in tomorrow and write the saddest fucking album on earth. Walk in on Wednesday and write the crazy, but that's just how much shit we have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's because, so for anybody that's not a musician, I think our musician listeners can relate. Music is like a drug in a sense of like, yeah. I'm I'm always talking about how I have ADHD and my brain is so scattered and I'm all over the place. Music 
and sometimes video games are the only things that calm my thoughts. Yeah. When I'm writing music or playing music, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm so focused and it's so, it's therapeutic for me. Yeah. It's, for me, I, I agree with you the same way, but the what, what sucks for me is because I just don't know where to start, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it sounds stupid, but it's true. You can ask my wife, you can ask my kids. Put an instrument in my hand mm-hmm. and I'll write a song on the fucking spot. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it just comes out of me. Mm-hmm. An entire song. Mm-hmm. I'm talking within 10 fucking minutes right. flat. It just comes out of me. But then it's just like... Whether it's good or not, that's debatable. Just kidding. <laughs> and there's the fucking problem. <laughs> and, I, you know, I've always thought this to myself. I'm always like, is it just that I don't write good... What is it? Why doesn't Paul ever want to use my shit? But then I, and then I tell myself, you are one of one person that has ever heard any of my stuff. So how do we know factually it's not good? <laughs> no, it's not. No, you always write good music. That's why you're my other half. Whatever. <laughs> but you always stick me on the bass. Fucking, oh, I get it. Thank you. That's I'm, I'm, a compliment. You love me as a bass player. Yeah. But. No, it's not that it's not good stuff. It just. No, I, I love it. We've used a lot of your stuff before. How, please. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow. What, yeah. were, what were we? Oh. City and Color. Yeah, Amazing, I'm right? just yeah. Yeah, wrapping it up. Amazing. If you haven't heard them now yeah. and now it's them right i don't know they they hired guns i, I, I don't know i uh, haven't looked that far into it i love that drum tone too on the last that Dude, album i was talking about right? it's just very roomy very rock like, yeah uh, but anyways whole, the whole production of that album to me anyways I'm yeah not, no 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 dude seriously phenomenal. the bass tone like i know wow amazing so thank you for challenging me with that you're that welcome was, um i i need to go back and listen even more um even though i did listen like i need to go back and just give it another one or two once or twice over. Yeah. But uh, let's move on to our new challenge. Oh, man. I feel like you should go first. Yeah, let me go first. There's a band that I've loved from the moment I heard them, mid-2000s, and I have yet to stop. I know you're familiar with one album, I mm-hmm. think. For the most part, there's one album that you were you liked, mm-hmm. right? You liked. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. To me, it's a band that they, they do no wrong. I have this, like, when I write heavy music, it's got this weird rhythm to it, which you hate, because I've brought guitar parts to, and you're like, you and your fucking off-pattern shit, <laughs> Yes, right? man. Yes. <laughs> but um, I feel a lot of my inspiration, for, I'm, I'm one of two ways. My shit sounds very Smashing Pumpkin-ish, or Hum-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Or like this band, because uh-huh. of, like, the... The, the groovy type of metal that I love. Right. Okay. So they've inspired me on that front. But anyway, a band I love to this very day, they're still putting out great fucking music. Again, you you know who they are, but you haven't dug deep. I'm going to challenge you with He Is Legend today. Oh, wow. Yeah, you've always, you always spoke about that. Oh, I've never, get, no, I don't even know their album. I'm you not do, even familiar. Do, I, the, you're going to get to one album, which is their second album. Okay. And you're going to say, okay, yeah, now I remember. I don't know, man. You do. I don't. We we were at the La Paseo house. I don't remember what we were doing, but I had the CD on hand. We were leaving, and mm. we were listening to it, and you liked it. I don't know. I've never really given them a chance. It's so weird how many houses you lived in. We got the Monterey house, the La Paseo house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you always talked about them, yeah. and I never 
Just never give them a time this of day. This one, them if, and like like the bled. I remember I've oh never given God, them a time I of day. I fucking love the bled. Oh, you just found your neck. <laughs> um, but this one, if you can do me a solid, and I would like for you to start from album one and up, okay. if you can. Yeah. Because, man, okay, they're one of my favorite fucking bands. That'll be interesting. So I challenge you. Are they you, still around? Yeah. I did talk about not paying attention. I just said that. Mm. that <laughs> mm. Mm. You've been doing that so much lately, and I don't know why. <laughs> and the other day I did that, and I was like, this motherfucker's got me doing this shit. <laughs> I just noticed it like our like four episodes ago. Mm. It's <laughs> been biting my tongue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Oh. So you got He is a Legend. Okay. This is my last attempt to get you into shitty music. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not shitty, man. Yeah, and I know you've heard a couple of songs, probably in just in passing. Like, for example, fun fact I learned about this band because I was watching a certain movie that you and I, I think you, I'm pretty sure you like it. I love all movies. Uh, I was watching a movie many moons ago, and this song comes on. That's a bit racial. Okay. It's a little racial right there. Why? Many moons ago. Was that a dig? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm Native American? <laughs> so I was like, who is that? Because the song comes on, the guy's dancing in the movie. And I was like, who is? And I danced like him because he dances very awkward, which I would do anyways. But anyways, yeah. I investigated who it was. Love the song, went on, love the band. The band is very theatrical when you see the things that they do. Not theatrical, like their get up, the way they look, it's crazy. Anyways. It's not Guar, is it? No. Amazing band. I'll tell you the movie that it came from. Uh, the movie, fuck, Owen Wilson, uh, Hall Pass, Fair- Fairly Brothers movie. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I know the movie, but I've never seen it. What? <laughs> Just when I, when I think he's my other half. That's a Fairly Brothers movie? Yes. Really? Dude, everybody from Dumb and Dumber, everybody from Kingpin, they're all in that movie. Okay, I'm watching it today. It is such a good movie, dude. Okay. Christina Applegate, Owen Wilson. <laughs> dude. Oh, wait a minute. Is this the fake Chow guy? The movie with the yes. fake Yes. Oh. <laughs> Yes. That's right. You know, Tony and I watched it at work. So you have Tony. seen it. Yeah. Fake chow. <laughs> yes. So when was uh, this? Did you not like it? No, I did love it. I just forgot the name of it. Yeah. Dude. We watched it. I don't know. Tony would know. I think it was like sometime last last year. Well, you need to go back and watch it again because that is such a good movie. And I'm surprised you and I don't quote that movie. I just know, the, I just know the fake chow. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Oh, one of my favorite parts is when like he gets the pass right, so him and his boys are gonna go out. We're gonna do it, and then they end up at Chili's. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. Then, dude, as soon as I came out, I was like, "Yep, that would be me." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow, guys. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's nine thirty. Yeah, this is our first day. It's just our, you know." Um, but anyways, such a good movie. Um, so the band I'm gonna give you is Empire the Sun. Empire the Sun. And I want you to start with that song. The Sun? Empire of the Sun? Empire of the Sun. What song are we talking about? It's called Walking on a Dream, I believe. I like that. That's like the name of a band. Dude, and when you look at them, they're they're like pretty flamboyant, like in their dress, their getup. I've never seen them live. I've always wanted to. I I hear they're amazing live. Dude, 
I, I love this. I just genuinely love this band. Although I will tell you that some of their songs are a bit happy, whatever. Fuck but happy. dude, that's my challenge for you. Okay. Empire of the Sun. I've never heard of them. It's good, dude. I When I play that song for me, you're going to recognize it. Probably, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, but it is, it does kind of fall, but it also falls under like the whole M83, MGMT, Neon Indian, like it's in those lines, but it's just, it's different though. But It's different. Okay. I think it's leans a little bit more towards like the M83 stuff. I don't know. You might see it differently, but. I probably will. They're really good, man. But I really want you to dive deep. I always say this, go from the beginning, go up to now. Yeah. You, you you know it's so weird there's a song that you showed me years ago and every time i hear this kind of music or when you know i knew you started getting into this kind of music i always think of this band because of that one part and i'm like that's why he likes this kind of music mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> a little river band uh-huh. Oh yeah, dun, 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 dun. that uh, reminiscing. Yeah, yeah. So I love that fucking song because of you. But like that little part, mm-hmm. it always makes me like. That's why he likes this shit because of that. It's, it it's reminds you, me. Of you that. know, you know, we're like that's the same as you. Like when I hear a bass line or I hear something, I'm like, yeah. I know Adrian's gonna love this. There's yeah. just something about it, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I. The thing is, it's like, for example. Texas Cutthroat. I love writing heavy music, playing heavy music. Yeah. But I listen to heavy music maybe 10 to 20% of the time. My other 60 to 80% of the time, I know the math's off there, but um, is others, is this kind of stuff. I know, that's weird. I have to listen to heavy music. I just, to me, the music, heavy music sometimes just starts to blend together no matter how good it is. Yeah, I'll give you that. You yeah. know, there's yeah. only so many different formulas, so many different breakdowns, yeah. so many, you know. Um, but when it comes to this music, it that's what I love about it. That's why I like to tell you to do a deep dive because when you hear this song, this song has, and you listen to this song, it's like you wouldn't even know that's the same band sometimes. Yeah. You know, or certain albums are just so different. And so I love that. I love when a band can be dynamic in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't so, don't get me don't get me wrong. I try. I try looking at it as a musician and say, okay, I can respect this, that, or the other. Right. But the tone, the the vibe is just it's not me, man. Whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. And so there it is, uh Empire of the Sun versus He is Legend. He is Legend. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Should do it for today. We went on a huge rant about everything today. Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna jam. Well, not jam, but we're gonna kind of set up right now. Yes, some cool stuff in the works. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, it's in the works, but let's see how far. It Another goes. like two or three projects in the works. Yeah, but this one is more. This one's gonna happen. I feel it right yeah. because of what's involved. Because you're not singing. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you. I, I bet you. If I finish this fucking album, you're gonna come and be like, you know what? On second thought, <laughs> sorry, I had to throw those digs in there. <clears throat> Dig all you want. Now that you're not sad anymore, can you tell? You can tell. Yeah, I can, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Normally by now, you're already telling me you're gonna leave. 
I was just being a pussy. Well, I'm glad you're back. No more pussies here, buddy. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for uh, checking out our episode again. Um, once again, check out Exiled Inc. Check out uh, Whip Shaded and Faded, a great tattoo podcast. Paul has our little commercial where you can find all of our stuff. But yes, thank you again. Bye. Bye.